0: Sweet. Welcome back (laughs) to the PitCast. We're back after a little siesta, walking straight into 2019, the year of our Juzum. I'm here, Carter. I'm joined once again by the indomitable Matt Moss. Hello. Bob, the big brain, triple B. Howdy. And for the first time officially on the cast... He's joining us at the table instead of hollering from the sidelines, <laughs> mm. screeching from the peanut gallery, sniping, <laughs> Snipe, sniping from the peanut gallery. Mr. Nathan Mullen, good to have you. What's up, P.P.? Hey, how's it going? So, um, we're here back at Moss's pad, listening to
1: chewing on these mad sour warheads. Yeah, yeah you
0: actually—they're hard to find in like
2: in the city. I've, sometimes they have these. Uh, like little kid version that aren't very sour but these are the
3: <laughs> the original
2: like they used to just be called warheads and then they made like every candy they made like a billion different types so these are the extreme sour ones which are basically the og the original they're one. hard to find yes. they're so not you're the saying it's like ones. the opposite of malort <laughs> uh,
4: what you, in what way and <laughs> malort flows like water and warheads are the rarity
2: uh, yeah i guess <laughs> they're also both extremities of the taste
0: right like malort's really bitter well, there was just, I think, a time with this sort of stuff where they were trying to like. This is like very emblematic of the '90s, where you just made these like completely absurd products, these like really ridiculous. Yeah, like trading cards John that Cola you would card. sell for plus. <laughs> <that was> <laughs> what kind of idiot dreamed up that world? <laughs> Alright, anyways. Anyways, <laughs> moving speak, on. speaking of, speaking of these wretched cards, um, we're fresh off our third trip to uh, Madison. Hmm. Yeah, uh, playing in the beautiful and historic Rathskeller, like the essentially the, the student union of uh, UW-Madison. It looks out on this frozen pond and um, it's really the most like integrated with the rest of the population type old school event. We're kind of tucked away into the back. It's a public space. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, you've got you've got families, you've got shit tons of students, but it's actually kind of interesting. It's not. It doesn't feel like totally insular to the college itself. It's kind of like it's a not, hangout it's place for like or, or a food court. It kind of is.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Um, there's like tons of businesses all around
1: in it too. Mm-hmm. How did we end up? And this goes back a couple years, but uh, Bob, you may know, but how did how was that location chosen? Shane yeah i think does he have a tie to that yeah
4: he has some he has a uh an ex-girlfriend from madison and that's how he he got on the fritter build and all that shit so
3: he's
4: got he's got some loose ties back to the madison area so yeah he brought us he brought us there the first time and we had such a killer event the first time the second one We'll skip over that one, but this time I think we brought it back to the to the old way.
0: <laughs> well, we just learned, honestly, from from last year that like there's just too many people.
2: Interest is so high that if you post a public event in a space that's relatively central to a large number of old school ballers, they're gonna show up and yeah. in, in in force
0: because
3: yeah. there was like
0: eighty right. people or something. And this is right. This is not a rented out space. This is we're kind of sneaking into the back and trying to integrate as best we can. Without without
2: disturbing people too much, right. it's a
0: guerrilla old school event,
2: really. So. For real,
0: yeah. And you do, I think. I think when you're when you're holding um, tournaments, I think you know curating the experience a little bit is kind of a, not a bad idea to take into consideration. Our, our job is to weed out all
2: non-hackers.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> Metam no mallers <laughs> need not
0: apply. <laughs> right. I mean, like hopefully it, it doesn't come down to like exclusion, but um, This isn't about
4: exclusion, no.
0: It's it's kind of making sure that the people who are there are the people who are actually the people who are invested in the community. Like there are events that are that cater to, you know, the old school tourist. Right. We'll touch on one of those later.
4: Yeah, no, this wasn't that. We we had to, we had to scale back just for logistical reasons and uh, it wasn't any slight against anyone who showed up last year and didn't get an invite back. It was just more of a bringing it back to a lords and lords adjacent crowd. So it was sort of uh, scheduled on the DL. Invites were sent in a sort of private matter, but uh, you know it wasn't out of any matter of insult.
0: It's kind of a mixer between the uh, the Midwest. Old school groups. Yeah, that's it, true. It, it, it's like a like you said a centrally chosen location and it's a way for all the Michigan people to get together Chicago and Chicago land people and then for the first time this year a lot of the, uh, the Northern Paladins from the from the Twin Cities yeah. region and one
1: of their own uh, Angelo ended up taking it down. Was he XO or no, 6-1. I don't think, I think I mean, you and you, him you had, had the same breakers. Point. He beat you on breakers. He did, yeah. He he, just had beat you on the, breakers. he had blue workshops. So that's what ended up taking it down. So yeah, one of the Minnesota guys won it. then yeah. myself and Jason Paul were X-1 as well. Yeah. Seven, they, seven, both playing some really interesting brews, actually. <laughs> some uh, stews. No, I, Jason's, his red Goblins build was pretty cool.
2: I've never seen that before. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Whatever.
3: <laughs>
4: Still had a What's great old? time. It's good. Yeah, we had like thirty-six dudes event. came out. Um, really good time. And then we went to uh, Essen House again for the boots of beer and sausages. Uh, I saw somebody got a steak. That was that was a bold choice. People, yeah. <laughs>
1: Well yeah, I was 23 bucks for a 16 ounce prime rip dinner. That was a snap decision.
2: <laughs> yeah, you and Michael were both X1 by the way, okay. with uh, 18 points and so was Jason Paul. Yeah,
1: cool.
3: What did yeah, you, the you, guys, yeah is... you
2: guys had the same own match win percentage. in the Yeah, it was, it was close. He, he beat me 2-0 though, so he clearly. Yeah, The only, his game win percentage was 1% higher and his uh, opponent game win percentage was also 1% higher, exactly.
0: What are the cards that are really good against you? Is it the fact that he turns one Suchi? <laughs> yeah, it's like the, it's like all the all the four well, toughness creatures.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I brought in like shatters and a hercules, and I just didn't see him. And he got like a really early Suchi in both games. Game one when we played, like I was at one life, he was, I, we were both like really low. Like I could get him to one, and I was at one. I was just one man short of fireballing him out. Mm. And then game two, I had a questionable mulligan. And then, you know, it was I had like a seven that I was kept, threw back kind of greedily, then got a shitty six, kept it, and got wrecked. Mm. I wonder what like
0: you know fifty to a hundred games of those two decks battling. looks
2: haven't like. mentioned it what looks like two, two decks they're, they're talking about, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, let's let's shops versus Greeks of Aetog. Yeah, Aetog. Yeah, but yeah, I just on, a deck on, of right? a deck
0: of questionable taste, but unquestionable power. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he was with great, to with great power. With, with
1: great it. power comes great win rates. So we talked
0: about <laughs> yesterday, it's what happens when you play a deck
2: whose sole purpose is to be redundant and reduce variance. Yeah. Like every card in your deck does ostensibly one of two things, right? So yeah. you're just reducing variance, which just, a lot of the
1: best decks are known to do. It's hard to huh? beat. Yeah. It's a hard deck to beat. Like I can just draw five lands in a row and lose, but it's it's hard to attack.
2: But he um, that was actually like uh, people who have top aided. Well, have you told them about the? Um, we do like prizes for most creative deck lists, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. he was playing, uh, what's his name? Angelo. Angelo. Michael Angelo. Angelo. Yeah, so he was Michael Angelo. Yeah.
4: Middle name is Angelo, first name Michael.
2: That's pretty, amazing. Pretty All right, um, So, yeah, uh, he was playing the Mono Blue Workshops deck and he won the tournament. But he also got like sixth or something place for most creative deck list. And people who have gotten most creative deck lists uh, have like top aided before. But I'm not sure if anyone's actually ever won. No, I, and I, then, um, I don't think so. Jaco said maybe... Uh, EW years back? No, uh, Elliot at West. He, I think he won something when he top aided.
1: Li- living plans. Yeah, I think he actually um, won an event
2: with that or something. I don't know. Or got top eight. He did, he did top eight the
0: ball
4: this year. I think.
0: Oh, maybe. Yeah. But anyway. But I think I think it was impressive. I think I think it was like top four and top
4: four. Yeah. For him. There was a blue workshops deck that did, made both lists last at the ball this year as well. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's a good list. It is. It's you interesting. Workshops is, is good. Draws, it's just further reason we just... should
2: definitely
0: restrict strip mine because. <laughs> 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 yeah. And I actually lost to Will McGran in California playing for top eight, and he beat me with a blue workshop deck as well. Cool.
4: Yeah, that's a sick too. Good deal.
0: Might as well, you know. <laughs>
4: yeah, it's a good little yeah, j- Jump there. on the new hotness,
0: everybody. Spend or... 5K
4: on workshops. <laughs> well,
3: nah.
2: Nah. <Yeah. laughs> nah, so we were talking We have... uh, were playing at the Urza
0: thing. Where is that? The, um, the tournament in uh, Pescadero. Oh, well, how was that? Which was um, unbelievable. It was an unbelievable feat of logistics on behalf of the Beasts of the Bay. Yeah. I, I'll just take this opportunity right now to thank them for like all of the hard work they put into. Something that I noticed about that particular event, mm-hmm. which was truly in the middle, of, uh, it was the middle of. Middle of nowhere. Uh, the middle of nowhere. About, like an, I would say, like an hour and a half south of. San Francisco, very near the coast. It was essentially a recreation
1: of summer camp, mm. except with four kegs of beer. And more rapey. <laughs> it's like, if you've seen the movie with, uh, Elle, oh God, what's his name? Christopher Lloyd, Camp Nowhere.
4: <laughs> I've actually yeah, never seen it's, that. it's a good movie.
2: Yeah, it's like that. Not meatballs or whatever one?
1: Well,
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, you there were was there. was one meatball there, yeah. There was, yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there's 11 there.
3: ones. Jesus. Mm.
2: Mm. Black cherry. Woo, um, Yeah, apparently there was like no cell phone signal out there or something, or something like that. There was, was spotty. You, yeah, yeah, you were. Oh, you were there too, Mike. There and you were there.
0: Yeah, oh, wow. all, all, all three of us were there. Nice. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know, they, they just they put putting a ton of hustle. And one thing I've noticed about a lot of tournaments is um, A lot of the times, it's it's usually one person's brainchild, maybe one to two other people kind of helping out. But this was like a total since it was such a massive undertaking because they they were essentially creating their own event space. Yeah, yeah,
4: right. It was it was tremendous. It was a divide and conquer situation. They had guys on airport pickup. They had guys really got booze from
2: the airport. Yeah, Yeah. they had
4: guys uh, managing the catering, managing the tournament car.
0: I've been dumb driving to the airport like four thirty in the morning. Oh my god,
4: that poor guy. He had to sleep on the side of the road after he dropped you off. He's yeah. like, in you're true meatball die.
0: fashion. I fucked up. I
2: fucked up no, hard. Yeah. Moss is a. I mean, Moss is wretched, but <laughs> <Dom's>, <laughs>
0: that was also dumb. <laughs>
1: Oh, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, talk about the singleton. Right? Yeah. Because I ended up skipping that on the first day because we went down to the beach. But you played in I was hoping Shane
2: time. was going to drop you off in Alcatraz forever. Of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that didn't happen. He just
3: missed the boat. He was going to try, try to swing back, back
0: and turn into shark food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so same was the Singleton thing. S- so, yeah, yeah. S- Singleton's an old-school variant that the, uh, that the Beasts of the Bay um, apparently have been uh, testing a great deal. You know, uh, some, what I've heard is when they show up, uh, when they all get together to play you pretty much have your old school deck and your singleton deck, kind of like how we all have like our old school decks on our middle school. Wouldn't that decks. be annoying,
2: like
4: switching out your power all the time? There is no power yeah. in bad. singleton. There's an interesting ban list. The only power allowed is Twister. Kind of uh, like EDH. Yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. So yeah. Uh, it was my first time playing the format. I had sort of mixed expectations Sort of thought it would be, you know, a good way to spend the day, but I got into it a lot more than I expected to. I had mm-hmm. a lot more fun. You get to play some really deep cards. Yeah. And the games, you play one game with no you know, no sideboard, just one one and done, like yeah, a, rim or, a or something. Sense. Yeah. And uh, it went a lot quicker than your EDH games, even if it was like a 30, 40 minute round. Uh, so, you know, got to do some insane things, got to play some pet cards like Aladdin's Ring, Yeah, that card is the really good. In the format, I just love uh, casting now I, I landed one on turn eight and one in five turns uh, uh, in one game. I saw Bob getting balled by a tree folk. <laughs> I, I sure did. And, <laughs> funny enough, uh, Green Weenie won the tournament. Yeah. You
1: missed your opportunity, dude. What did you play? You played Green Weenie, didn't you? Or no, that was the mono green.
4: Yeah. I brought deck. my
1: mono green deck. And supposedly,
0: it's like you're supposed to play it unsleeved. Yeah. yeah. And I... You can get the memo or ignored it Carter Carter oh, my is four with it. <laughs> cheating with his sorry i'm hurting on this lemon jesus heart. yeah so no, all my fours are collector's edition mm. I'm out there and this dude is looking at me like dude it's supposed to be unsleeved i'm like i get it like haha but my half my deck is collectors what are you talking about and the, the guy just looks at me he's like I mean, shit, you can do what you want, man, but it's like supposed to be unsleeved. It'd be a lot cooler if
2: you did. It'd be a lot cooler
4: if you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah those dudes were getting like sap on their fucking, you know... Well, obviously so was, they go harder than
2: you. So
4: I was kind of so so stumbling through my around. mono
0: green deck, I'm like, shit, I put my library in here, I put my lotus in here, I put my emerald in here. Like, yeah, you're, all right. you're, you're trying, to, we're trying to, I guess.
4: Who's trying to spike a mono green tournament yeah, in the should've. woods?
0: No, I take my Mono Green fucking seriously. I think Mono Green is a real deck. for you I fucking, green I, I, show, I show up and I go to battle. No, not <laughs> either. So, to needless to yeah, say, missed opportunity. I unsleeved all those cards and, and played with them on a tree stump and got some sap on my Lotus that I had to give a little spit shine off. Later. What you
1: need to do is get a little sap on that orb so it'll stick to your <laughs> target. <laughs> it's target. like a little bit of
0: pine tar. Yeah. Or just sap my, like... Yeah, my like library together with my my Lotus, just so I'm yeah. always whooping ass. There you go. Bob, would you my tracker to my green? Lotus?
4: Did you bring? I did green? not. I did not uh, uh, get Mono Green. I didn't really uh, get a, a full understanding of what that was meant to be. Mm. I was I built Singleton and spent a little more time on that. Mm. Uh, but I, I, having seen it and having seen Moss play. Fifty games of anti mono green against Cam. Cam. from Portland. That's what I want to do.
1: So what did you lose to Cam? Uh no.
0: It was so the other way around. I
4: ties. actually <laughs> wanted
1: to die all So, so Cam's we started out just playing a couple of casual games. It's like, well it's fucking anti. Like there's nothing of value in either of these decks. I was playing like Cat Warriors, Shannon Dryads, Wylie Wolves, mm. Giant Groves. Cat Warrior is
4: broken in the format too. Yeah, it's awesome.
1: It's a 2 yeah, two, 2, and, and then you have Wailuli y- yeah, Wolf, so that. it's a 3 3, then I Giant Growth is 6 to the Dome, unblockable. Taste it. But so Cam Cam and, and I, Cam and I are playing these games and eventually we're like, well let's Annie a game or do a you Moss eventually realizes you can't possibly lose. Let's
2: <laughs> anti-making <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, well money off this drunk. Yeah.
1: So we'll well, these, the are, these are fourth edition, you know, big cards. And then I'm like, well, let's Annie two cards a game, so we're peeling <laughs> off too. And it's like, well let's start annie in three cards per game, but we had to immediately put them in the deck. Ugh. So my deck is growing and his is shrinking. <laughs> and I'm like mine is getting worse because I get a crawhorn, but then he gets two forests, for example. Yeah, so it's like my hands are getting like less and less usable as we go. So then it kind of balances out, you know? Yeah. And at one point I had like 72 cards and he had like 48 in his deck or something. But then we ended up unwinding a bunch of the ante and picking what cards we wanted to keep. But...
3: And
4: doing a bunch of sick ass sharp Sharpie alters. Well,
1: yeah, because yeah, we took a bunch of those gummies and we're just like doodling weird shit on the cards. But that's besides the point. But, that's fun. Yeah, and we ended up, you know. I don't know. The bottom line is Cam got fucking wrecked, and I took a bunch of his cards.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got any of those on you? Or are
0: they, uh. they're somewhere in the vaults <laughs> <laughs> next to the Lotus and the and Yeah, yeah.
4: They're, they're the, the, the fourth
0: Ed Cam cards. The prize cards.
4: And, uh, you Carter, can... you did pretty well in the main event. Actually, both events, right?
1: Yeah. The top eight, both.
4: Wait, I what do you mean,
0: both
1: events? The Singleton and the regular, so they were running. The mono green thing was just a that was casual, casual that yeah, casual game. battles all the time. And then they had like it a singleton, singleton event where it was like
2: that's that was just one, one and done, one, yeah, one, like game, one game each, yeah, and like eight rounds, eight rounds. And they do rounds. a top four, top eight, or no, they straight, oh, so it was straight it was Swiss, plus Swiss plus one, I Swiss think. plus one, and then the yeah. main event. Yeah. Well, that was ninety best of three? Did they do a cut to top eight or anything? No cut. No, no just cut. straight Swiss. Swiss.
0: Straight Swiss um, with their uh, unrestricted. So you could play with um, recall four recalls, and you could play wow. with four uh, mains. Main were those relevant at all? I lost to I lost to a dude playing Where four recalls. He I played know. he played a second recall. I'm like uh.
1: <laughs> <Jeff Jane> <laughs> <forgot>. <laughs> and I
0: was like uh, Ben and then Shaman Ben was nowhere to be found so I was uh,
4: just... don't bring that up. was it
1: time, time lock or time vault recursion or whatever time,
4: or yeah. twiddle vault? yeah I played two recalls had a good time with that
0: that's the thing. It's like true story, story. story. It's unbelievable. you always drew your restricted cards. and You always uh, got him back with recall. That's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, it, I don't know. Board, whatever. Yeah. Give, give, give it a shot. I encourage. I encourage anyone who um, who uh, enjoys uh, playing against recall to just call up Danny Friedman at any time. He's always <laughs> on the. He's always, He's always yeah. looking for games on the uh, online Facebook group and have him. Uh, you know. Show you the ropes. Kill <laughs> you on turn two, and yet yeah, it she takes she 40 like minutes. Chicken, <laughs> with, uh, with
1: his multiple recall deck. Log yeah. in, draw seven, and go get a bite to you. Yeah, well, uh, basically,
0: well, he's just twiddling and twiddling, and twiddling and twiddling and twiddling. What, so recall, what get play that free twiddling.
1: The 12? main
0: tournament? The deck that I've been working on forever. The old slot machine. Ka-ching! Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right,
3: that's
0: right. That um, it's be like, bottle of Suamite and shit? I, It's like a hybrid... Um, Power Monolith deck. Why is it called the slot machine? Uh, because it's like all three of.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I always thought it was because you were playing like a bunch of stuff that has like randomized outcomes. Like, because I've seen you play Bottle of Suleiman before. Oh yeah, oh, that's no. what I thought it was built around it's something not, like. Yeah, that. it's not the mono blue. The, that's like the kind of the mono blue. I, I would assume something. you'd play like Bottle of Suleiman, and like Yid would and some some horrible stuff like that. Oh, uh, that'd be that'd be really funny
3: so it's a
0: list of three of those and it's like power monolith combo. it's it's a power monolith plus mirror ball with uh like sage latin Am. Mm. i've got of a ring of maruf in deckard there kane. i've got i've got, a, I've got deckard kane yeah. i've got ring of maruf i've got book of brass okay and it's essentially like a like an all-in combo deck with a fairly robust draw engine isn't that what you played at the lagunitas thing too and it's the same deck i played at the lagunitas thing ah. too it's kind of the it's kind of the thing that i've been working on and fine-tuning and refining. Why didn't
1: you play that at Madison, though? because i feel like i have to
0: play the legends deck at madison it's and, ben just part of tradition. Be an and ben's gonna be there and ben and i we always battle over the copy of lady orca that looks won? like him ben ben fucking beat me oh ben. i was like ben i was like ben since i since i killed you with mind twist last time i'll uh, I'll, I'll take it out of my deck and put it on the sideboard he's like all right cool i'll just Mind twist you for 500 <laughs>
1: <laughs> crush you easily <laughs> sounds like you tried Twist
0: my <laughs> Well I'm gonna I'm gonna have another I'm gonna have another shot to uh to take it from him at uh at Kumite. In, Good uh, segue, my in, dude. <laughs> in April. Which is the uh the upcoming tournament held by the Mighty Knights Taplar in Jackson, Michigan. Tumite. Tumite. <laughs> Deuce me tay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's we're gonna, gonna be rolling really strong. I think there's gonna be twelve lords. We're gonna, have like,
2: we're gonna now. need like two Airbnbs yeah. worth of
4: of lodging for yeah, these we need horrible dudes. Well, you guys yeah. should, you guys should like rent an RV. That sounds <laughs> like you're a really, really dangerous and horrible idea. <laughs> I'm not I'm not considering out. considering <laughs> the weather thing. we've dealt with, Who has a class
1: B license? <laughs> <laughs> the big air brakes one. Yeah. I don't uh, think you need a class B to get an RV. No, the really big air brakes one, I think you do. Well, well like the, the humongous ones. Yeah, like the tour bus. The size. chungus. Oh yeah. Well yeah, going a big chungus one. If you're driving a tour bus, I bet Grant does. He might. He looks like
0: N- not that he'd be. Not that he's going. <laughs> not that I want him driving me
1: anyway. <laughs> no, he's so yeah, we're working on putting together the team for that Ocean's 12 build. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. I think, so, and just to, to reiterate, those the knights, they play with the no scry rule. They've they, added a new one that's kind of interesting,
2: too. What's the new one?
1: The new rule about uh, the Legends banning oh, lands tapping right. for their applicable
2: colors. Yeah. That's such a great
1: fucking yeah. rule. Yeah.
2: That was that's one of those like mild erratas that like A doesn't really matter and B is like ca- can affect
0: gameplay slightly. Kringer in reality they don't it doesn't really affect I the like the flavor. It's
4: fun
0: Kringer put a bunch of uh mountain strongholds in his mono red deck and then played against Jayco, who who is playing Gauntlet of Might. And it was uh, just like God damn it, I was yeah, trying to see. you actually
1: ended up screwing. <laughs> Maximum punished. <laughs> Oops. Uh-huh. Couldn't have happened to a nicer
2: guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but K- Kumite, the first one was really fun. That was when I was actually still playing old school, and um, yesteryear. <laughs> yeah, like literally a year ago. Um, literally,
0: yesterday. <laughs> did uh, you did don't, you kind of come out of retirement for that one and play something really gnarly? Yeah, I played something really really awful and untested <laughs> and like didn't do very
2: well. Um, but the pl- like I like going up to Jackson, Michigan. I don't know why I really like it there. It's in and the middle of nowhere, and so that's Yeah, cool. that's kind of why I like it. And then the Airbnb we've gotten both times is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's got like a really big front dining table. So we just like slay right games out. there. Actually, that's kind of the birth school. of middle school. That's where the first time I ever played yeah. middle school. Were, yeah. Like, yeah, me and Steve McGrew. What were the two decks? Blue's Blue Oath? Green Oath and Blue White Standstill. Okay. But the, the actual Kumite event is in this big back room, of a, like reserved back room of a really cool restaurant slash brewery. Yes. Yeah. And they, uh, it's so sweet. Like normally, when we go to these big type of places, if there's someone serving you, they're kind of rushing all over the place, trying to figure out who ordered what. And to be fair, almost everywhere we've gone, the waiters and waitresses we've had have been incredibly, like, capable of handling everything. They, I haven't had any mistakes on my checks and. I don't know how they do it because they're literally balancing 18 horrible dude sweats <laughs> on their head who are like drinking in excess. And um, this, But the cool thing they did at this Kumite thing is you order on this little iPad and it's like all keeping track of that. Yeah, it's it's like, super neat. It's like Chili's. It's like a Chili's if Chili's <laughs> was like actually insane. Yeah,
4: it was. If
2: it, yeah, if it was like a local business. But this thing. year for Kumite also is going to be really sick because they're going to be streaming it.
0: Ooh. Yeah, and so so if I pull it off, yeah. it's gonna be fucking
2: insane. So I've been like texting with Lupo. Uh, on Twitch or Lupo. what's our plan? We'll see. Probably Twitch, maybe YouTube. I don't know. I haven't, I have to talk oh, with them. Oh, just either. like
1: recording it and then put posting it on YouTube or well, live? No, you can stream on YouTube. You stream live. Yeah, know. yeah. But cool.
2: so um, it would be like me and Lupo in the booth. With uh MTG tank. Meatball as our man on the street,
1: from
0: the floor.
4: The side yeah, we'll border. be checking in with like between it. rounds. I
0: think is what the ideal was. But again, I'll probably play Mono Green again, get crushed handling, and then hackle people and report back to home base. Carter's yeah, the apart. Aaron Andrews Plus, I wonder if remember <laughs> last year they did the orb
2: flipping competition. Yeah. I hope they bring that back. Yeah, because oh, even ready. if I'm not playing, I'm going. I'm going to participate in that because. That's like basically the only thing I miss about old school is flipping an orb. <laughs> like that's pretty much it. You still got your orb, right? I can't get rid of it. It's impossible. <laughs> it's, it's got so too much it. sap on it. No, it's just too <laughs> just insane. It's like one of the most insane cards I own. It, it is. So what was, was the orb?
1: Was that just a challenge? Well, it's you me. had to buy like an entry. Yeah, right? you buy an entry. You buy
2: entry, mm-hmm. and then you flip, and then the winner gets some type of prize, and then I'll all buy. the money gets uh, goes to the. But charity. they had that. Yeah. Uh, then you you start. How eating. did that work? It was like you. You'd see who could make the most flips in a row, I think yeah. is what it was. And the foot thing was just to make sure you weren't going below. No,
1: every five, you went it up right it goes up. One. Oh, yeah. right. Something like every yeah. ten,
2: whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, and it was who could get the most
1: flips, I believe. Yeah. And, so, and, and it, it went, went up happened. to three feet. And yeah. so like, people were like doing one-yard Yeah, The flips. only
2: thing that was disappointing about that was how poor the performance of the lords was, considering...
1: <laughs> in, <laughs> I missed my first one. Yeah, yeah. Oh but it's,
2: it's strange <laughs> because considering when back when I was playing a lot... You'd go, like, I remember we went to the first Mint Magic thing, and I played against Lupo. We played, like, eight games, and I flipped, like, 20 orbs and never missed one of them, and he was like, all these lords are, like, snipers I, I was, with this I, was I was, I was, like,
0: totally on. I was, like, flipping over yeah. fucking and beer was, glasses and across tables, just, like, nailing them every time, Yeah, and these guys were like, oh my god, this yeah. dude's is so cool, and then, like, all this hype leading up to this moment, I just, absolutely It's the jumping. same like when
2: I went to the first Eternal Weekend thing where they had the bigger old school tournament I would play against people and the first two rounds they'd like play an orb and I'd be like god damn it they're going to get me but like they both missed and then it started getting to the point where when someone played an orb I'm like well it's basically like 75-25 <laughs> that they're actually going to kill the thing yeah. and I'm realizing why I'm like oh well we have the lords played too too much, so like <laughs> yeah. we have a lot of practice. <laughs> Way with too much, yeah.
1: Getting back to that kumite or flip, though, you're right. forgetting that there was like a massive. But there's a fan blowing, oh, there. so there was a big vent for like air circulation that would just like kick on, and your your card would like be flipping right on target, and it would just veer off at like a ninety degree angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't
0: the best location. It's but, like right. putting; you got to account for it. Yeah. 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 You
1: yeah, What's that know. wind direction?
2: Kumite um, is gonna be sick, and like, like I guess said, the re- Kumite one was amazing. The Airbnb we stay at is sick because they got like infinite muffins, and then that's also the first place. <laughs> it's I- just mono muffins, <laughs> <laughs> muffins. That was also the first time I played middle school, which I've gone fully all in on now because it's easily the greatest format of all time.
3: Oh, but.
0: sick transition, my dude. Yeah. So battling the inaugural, uh, the first Chicago
2: middle official middle school event. Yeah, that's right, yeah. middle school marauders, which is like I guess the name that Jayco dreamed up for the series yeah. of events we're going to be doing who
4: won that event I can't seem to remember I
2: don't know what whoever it was they
0: executed a high amount of skill and we're probably playing <laughs> one of the illest decks in the
3: yeah.
4: Yeah. who was that guy wait
0: but I wasn't no, I wasn't there, so it couldn't have been. It could have been someone just cheaping out easy W's, yeah. capitalizing on the fact that the most powerful player in the room was missing.
2: I was thinking about that. I was like, geez, if Carter was here, I probably wouldn't even be playing him because I haven't lost yet. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh tell us about the Have you, you guys talked about middle school on the cast at all? Like did people bit. like know all we the rules it, and did everything an about it? Uh, yeah,
4: uh, yeah so, the, so the, yeah, the ban list,
2: the 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 legal says
4: basics, the basics yes. Yeah, they yeah, know I mean, it's
0: like fourth edition through scourge, the ban list and everything.
4: Badass. That's what they know.
0: We did kind of a like a quick primer on like what decks like look good kind of yeah. walking into the format Was that but, before or after we unbanned Gush.
4: It was after. It okay, was it, the, the, was, it was after it, because it talked about official talk. announcement. Yeah, mm-hmm. All right. he was with us too, the, so there was the somebody. EC uh, uh, write up. Yeah. Predated
2: it. Cool. Yes. So yeah, Middle School Marauders. It was like the first of a series of events that uh, we're going to try to do in Chicago. Um, similar to this Ma- uh, to the most recent Madison thing, it was kept private not to exclude anybody, but just to. There's space for Do some experimentation, see what was going on. Like mm-hmm. the last thing, I don't know, people are going to feel excluded whether or not that was your intention. You know? That's right. You're like, hey, it's a private event. Um, you know, people on Twitter were like, if I had known about this, I would have driven out. It's like, that's actually good to know. I'm glad you said that because it just means that like when we do the next one, we can have a better estimate of who's going to show up. That's right. Yeah, but totally. um, as long as people aren't too bummed out, they couldn't show we're up. We're testing yeah. the
4: waters with this, I and mean, yeah. there's
2: only so much space. So we, yeah, so yeah, you can. We could have fit like maybe five or five or six more people, but um, yeah, there were 15 people. Uh, we, pretty interesting spread of decks. Do you have? Well. Do you have? Yeah, the right place. here. So like, we got a mono black rack, which is just a mono black discard deck that kills you with the rack. Lives under sneering bridge, plays stuff like bottomless pit, pox. Uh, he does not play pox anymore. That's in that deck. deck, right? Yeah, that would be Mr. Ian Blank. We got our our boy Steven Maldonado was on Squee Pulsion Control, um, which is like an interesting deck. He, his performance wasn't that great, but it also might have been, been learning more of the format, and that deck is actually really difficult to play pretty well. We, um, the interaction between Compulsion and Squee, really cool. You know, Squee, oh, yeah. one red, red for a measly 1-1, one, one, but his ability, like, you know, triggering bouncing back to your hand, and the upkeep works really well with a card like Compulsion, oh, yeah. which is like discard a card, draw a card. You can also sack the Compulsion to draw a card. So it's essentially a, a two-mana Jame Yeah, Maybe. basically. Uh, it's it's like when you have Squee and Survival. Just both of those draw you an extra card every turn. Yep. Yeah. You know, it is. One gets you creatures. One is an actual draw. Um, Survival's obviously a little bit more powerful than Compulsion, but
0: they're both really cool. Yeah, it's amazing synergy. How It's just amazing how Survival just is this engine in and of itself mm-hmm. if you just put a certain number of cards in the deck it just just builds and builds and builds it yeah. like starts as like personal howling mine and then just becomes this like insane the uh, tutor plus card advantage plus recursion and
2: then uh we had someone playing i think the most interesting deck I mean, you might have played against him kevin ponish on black white plague spitter control oh, i didn't see that i one. sat
4: next to it yeah, it was really yeah so it like
2: this weird black white deck playing all kinds of block cards that like I, I couldn't even remember all of them, but it was basically he would try to lock you out of the game by gaining life or keeping you from attacking him, and just win with Plague Spitter, which is basically like a pestilence on a creature, but like slightly better. So it was a really, really interesting <laughs> it was idea. Really cool. Really cool. It also played one of the sickest cards of all time, Thrashing Wumpus, which is yes. another type of pestilence effect. Um not <laughs> yeah, exactly sure how creative uh, if there yeah. was a
4: creative win uh uh list for this tournament he would Yeah, changed.
2: exactly. Uh then we got uh Edders on Red Green Fires which is a cool deck. It has I think it has an awful combo matchup especially if you're just playing like red green reason but um you yeah, know it's exactly. powerful block deck and it, I, it's definitely a contender but I think mm-hmm. if you look at the top of the field you can see why it might have struggled. Uh Kevin's girlfriend, Lori, was on, like, 12-land Stompy, which is an old deck, too. That's pretty interesting. Land Grants and uh, two threes and well two ones, just beating you down as quickly Mono as possible. Well. Mono-green? Mono stompy. So, yeah. like, River Boa and the Wild Dog? What is
4: that? What I don't that know. I, n- I never actually Man saw her play. Ball. I know it had that
2: Sky Shroud card that's a 1-1, but if your opponent has a non-basic, it's Sky a Curd Elite. We... Yeah, it's a Curdate. Oh, yeah. yeah Cards good. like that. Um, you know, Giant Growths, Invigorates, like that kind of stuff. Um, and then... Moss was <laughs> playing Reanimator, but bug. not just not Blue Black Reanimator. Bug. It was Bug yeah, Reanimator. Because I added
1: in oaths, out of the, one oath in the main, more out of the side, and then Sylvan just to help find pieces. That's reasonable. And, and
2: didn't you have an oath plan as well as like your uh, yeah one in the main and two out of the side or yeah. something
1: like that? So. Where that deck struggles is if they survive the first chroma or even the second, mm-hmm. the deck's just dead.
2: Well, we played a really interesting game where you you had duress me, but I had like two copies of days or something, yeah. and you only had a two mana reanimate spell, so you like, you you had to play into the days, and your spell got days, and then you reanimated the chroma the next turn, but it had just worked out. It's like when you're playing against a tempo deck, the timing. Had just worked out perfectly where even though you had the acroma, I was still able to swing in for lethal two turns later. Yeah. Which that was a tight game. Yeah. But how are the rest of your games? Like, well, it, I think it's um, two and three I on mean, the game. I mean,
1: that deck's still kind of a glass cannon. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I don't really have enough knowledge and know how to know. Like, it's easy to win with turn one acroma, Right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's, they don't have an answer. Next thing you know, there's 18 damage on their head. Yeah. Um, and so i was able to rip off a couple of those i had a sweet w where game one against jaco i just ripped out the the oath and then just dropped in a chroma on his nugget nice uh but then he balled me the next two games so <laughs> yeah but, oh, wow. uh, but it worth it i don't know the, the oath was pretty cool it was probably still better as a pure sideboard plan that makes um, sense so that's don't how dilute i live the main deck too yeah much. i would approach that that way in the future the mana base is extremely greedy. It's like 16 lands. That's why when I- went. four petals. And um, so like even, so I had one three, I don't count creatures as like castable cards, right? Right. There's nothing I can cast for a creature. But like even a three drop intuition is really hard to cast. Mm. It's all like two drops. Yeah. Mm.
2: That's why I keep, the the version that I play is just blue, black, low to the ground, you know, underground uh, river and islands and swamps and Days, Force Oil, Intune, yeah. Exhume, Reanimate. Like that's like that's like the 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 level zero build that like anyone would build. But
1: yeah, I don't have any counter magic. I just have mm-hmm. uh, Duress and Cabals. All right.
2: And then right above you, we had Bob on Aluren. You were playing the Recruiter version.
4: Yes, I was. Playing. So Aluren
2: plus Recruiter is an instant win if they yeah, don't have any interaction.
4: And I played Living Wish uh, okay. as well. I think some of the highlights from the day was misdirecting a Swords to an chroma. Cool. and how many
2: misdirections you played
4: two in the board cool that was fun it, it was it was a nice so so to have. it was a blowout uh, guess, honestly yeah. when that happened and i also bone shredded a phantom up. cool that was a lot of fun Shredded. would you like recruiter
2: for the bone shredder and cast it or something i
4: did yeah, oh,
2: yeah.
4: recruiter is like a
2: pretty terrible card but like in the right scenarios it, it can really pull it i was about to this?
4: die i think i think lethal was on the board sure gotta live you just get it uh, your, I won that game uh, too. It was pretty. Yeah, you were playing specific. against Shane. Yeah, both
2: we finished one above you.
4: Yeah, both the uh, the Chroma swords and the uh, Bone Shredder was to Mister Cool Mister Shane. So, yeah,
2: Shane was on uh, Show and Tell. So he was trying to put in uh, big dudes with show and tell. I don't know if he had sneak attack in his deck. He did not at that moment. He he has it now. He's testing
4: it out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's he's testing it out. I think the conclusion we arrived at that regardless, uh, show and and tell is just far too slow
4: to be any good. He got really upset and, and threw just his deck <laughs> down. And was like, "Fuck this deck, this sucks." Yeah, you're
0: just. I <laughs> mean, yeah. In what, I mean, what it's if you show it in a Shoba and your opponent shows it a bonus Runner? Right? It's like that's oh, right. It's yeah. So, yeah. Horrible. so We were saying Badum. Sneak Attack might be
2: good if you built your deck specifically around it, but that Show and Tell, regardless, is probably too slow. You know, Although but, we've, I've heard tell from Burgess and out in the burbs that he's working on. The
3: show he and has the
4: he has been working on tooling on that for a little while. And you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to find interesting strategies to use a show and tell. For the life of me, I can't find Dream Halls, to, Mind
2: Over Matter. That's I, like pretty much all I can.
4: That, yeah, Mind Over Matter is mm-hmm. probably the most broken enchantment you can uh, uh, get out there with it. Keep
2: in mind Yagma's bargain is banned. You,
4: you can play Dream Dream Halls is just like what, one mana more than a show or it's two, two mana, more than, it's, it's two 3 two blue man, blue. Yeah, yeah. Two more than show and tell, so it's not really worth it to show and tell for. Well,
2: if you're gonna win right away, it is. But I suppose yeah, so that,
4: yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, a turn two Mishra's Helix is pretty amazing. Yeah, but if we, we have like
4: what two lands?
2: Yeah, it's not as insane. Yeah, no, it's true. That's exactly why Tinker's still banned. Um, and then above that we had. Uh, <laughs> so we had uh, and then we had uh, Max Newman, your buddy, yeah. Bob's buddy, on uh, Grixis Tog. Psychotog uh, deck. Card has been playing a little bit as well. The usual four Shadow
4: infu- Infiltrator.
2: Four Shadow Mage Infiltrators? Yeah. Like, that is interesting. Damn. Um, is, that, card,
4: that card was a house. It, on an empty board, that thing didn't work like crazy.
2: He's got Swamp Walk? Yeah, lock, I mean, or on, an she, board, you know, war, <laughs> on an empty board. On an empty board, Grizzly Bear's is a ten turn clock, so it's like... You know, it doesn't, <laughs> 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 if your opponent can't kill this 1 3, it runs away with the game. Well, I and mean, without the turn artifact. <laughs> nice. Um, and then uh, Sam Crawlo playing one of my favorite decks, yeah. uh, Panda Burst, which is a deck that re- use, revolves around the combination of Pandemonium and Sapling Burst to deal 21 damage in one shot. Yep. Pandemonium, whenever a creature enters the battlefield, you can have it de- uh, Pandemonium deal damage to a creature or an opponent based on that creature's power. And then sapling burst is fading 7, remove a counter, make a sapling with power and toughness equal to the remaining counters on sapling burst. So if you remove all of them, uh, it does exactly 21 damage. Deck uses stuff like Intuition for pandemonium, sapling burst, and gigapede. Gigapede. So that no matter what they give you, you'll have a pandemonium and a sapling burst in the graveyard. Because gigapede says you can return this to your hand during your upkeep if you discard a card. So if they gave you pandemonium... And or if they gave you Pandemonium, you and put the Sapperling burst and the Gigapede in there, you just swap swap them out, yeah. cast or replenish, bring them both back, twenty one damage. Pandemonium
4: <laughs> sounds like an STB. Someone gave you Pandemonium. Real. <laughs> All right. Well, the I deck the deck they got de- balled by that. Yeah, burst. it's a
2: really powerful deck. Its combo is really consistent, and it just is kind of one of those decks that if you don't disrupt it, will just go about its thing. It, it's it really curves out. It will just be like turn one land cantrip turn two ancient tomb intuition turn three if you've done nothing i'll replenish and immediately kill you so you really have to mm-hmm. you have to do something like uh like if you're on the on the draw turn two withered wretch wouldn't even save you which is pretty, pretty oh, a big oh bummer no. but you know for some of it's us it's a really oh, fa- it's a really party. fast deck and it also because it's blue based it plays its own permission so it has like the possibility to play four force will stuff Yeah, like so I, it's just uh, force will combo decks are always scary
0: Yes, in every I format. agree. Yes. Any, any deck that can back up its, yeah, kill you combo with Force of Will is, it is, it's spooky. Yeah.
1: I stole one game from Sam in our series. I think it was game two where I forced, like he just tapped out for an intuition. And I spiked it. Nice. And then like the next turn reanimated it, Spirit of the Night, and just started balling him with nice. it. But uh, yeah, he just like rolled over me in the other two games. There's nothing I could do.
2: I played a game against him, um, game one actually, where he, would like I had countered some of his stuff and he was he uh, he drew for turn and played a pandemonium so you know his game plan is to untap play the sapling burst and kill you mm-hmm. because that's a, like the deck has so many options you can even just be like oh i have four mana and a fifth land or a fifth one in my hand i'll just play the pandemonium and pass hope i survive and then i'll hard cast the sapling burst you can ostensibly cast the combo as well which yeah. is a really big threat right you can also just cast sapling burst to stay alive because it's a great defensive tool yes <laughs> it is so we were playing and he had he thought about it and then hard cast the Pandemonium had passed and I was able to lethal him exactly by pitching an Arrogant Worm to Madness on the Wild Mongrel on my turn dealing four and then attack him for exactly five with a Ruwala and a Wild Mongrel that was sick got him yeah that's awesome um, above that we had Andy McDougal on the old standby of Burn he was playing an unsleeved Burn deck <sighs> So it wasn't fully nice. optimized like it didn't have all the best stuff in it. He was playing a card called Skull Scorch, which is the red Hymn to Turok if you're unaware Ooh. of this card.
0: How, how does this work? Well, it's right? red, red.
2: Your opponent has to discard uh, two cards at random or they take four damage.
4: Shit. I, I think incredible. that's what it is. I'm, if
2: I said that wrong, I'm going to be embarrassed, but I'm, it's something like that.
4: Red-red, that that's sick.
2: Yeah. it's the red, He that's kept the calling way. it the red him to Turok. So that's, Especially late game when you have
0: no cards in hand and it just does absolutely nothing. Yeah, the best. <laughs> sick. You know, um, but
2: still, he um, the coolest thing, he was our first game win of the day, or Matt and Matt in round of the day. He beat <laughs> Greg who was on blue-white stance in like five minutes.
3: <laughs> Couldn't have happened to a
2: more wretched dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was just playing good old Burn. Every Burn, every mono-red list I've seen so far has been slightly different in some way. Some people play Goblin Patrol, some people play Goblin Cadets, some people play jackal Pup. Grimlock. It's all, it's very customizable. Not enough people play Villachino Sandstalker, though that card is
0: absolutely broken and sick, nasty, anti-oath deck. We were talking about this the other day, just in regards to like looking at middle school decks as a whole, looking at decks throughout history and mm-hmm. saying... Okay, well, what decks are getting a boost from the widened format? And what decks, you know, what historically powerful deck has been nerfed? Yeah, and Burn definitely gets a humongous boost by having access to all
2: of the best Burn through. Like, if you look at old Burn decks, they'll be playing some suboptimal stuff, like Volcanic Hammer and stuff. Yeah, But now you could literally just look at that deck. And say, all right, I'm going to cut Volcanic Hammer because it's ass, and I'm going to play Lightning Bolt instead because that card's <laughs> legitimately broken. Absolutely yeah. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, stuff like that is really cool. You get, it's basically Legacy Burn without Goblin Guide and Monastery Swift Spear yep. and Eidolon of the Great Revel. But you can play Pyrostatic Pillar as a really yep. good sideboard card. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that was our. Or Sulfuric, fi- yeah, out the sideboard. That yeah. is absurd. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, that was our fifth place finisher, Annie McDool on Burn, and Anthony Zinni who got fourth, and Greg, uh, who got second, they were both on slightly varying builds of the Blue-White-Landsteel control deck, Mm. which is one of the most consistent control decks in the format. Tons of card draw, tons of removal, kills you very slowly over a long, drawn-out game. Ideally, that's their game plan. It's very consistent because... (laughs) <laughs> like decks, like like a Tog in old school. All it, all the cards are very redundant. In middle in uh, in middle school, it's going to be more like I'm wrathing your board, spot removing your creature, countering your spells, or drawing cards. So it just reduces variance by purely having so many of the same effect. Yep. And all good stuff. There's not drawing cards is good, killing creatures is good, countering spells that would. And really it just wins with
1: like treetop Village, right? Uh, well, it's very common even Mishra's
2: yep. uh, Mishra's Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Celestial colony. But um, they both had slightly different builds um, playing different cards because once you get the core of like, right, four Force, four Counterspell, four Standstill, four Swords to Plowshare, four Wasteland, four Misha's Factory, some number of Fairy Conclave, there's like all kinds of other stuff you can do. Like I played Powder Keg and Wrath of gods. Some people play, like Greg plays Route in Wrath of gods and... Uh, some people play absorb as a card to like help pad their life total that's a good card um so they were both playing different ones they're both really good players so they both finished pretty well um greg had one loss and zinni only had two um jaco got third playing uh this four color grow a tog deck which is i mean it, it does have a tog in it and that is a really great kill pattern like card to kill with but it had um Meddling Mages. Yeah, it has like Meddling Mages, the Kyrian Dryad. Mm-hmm. So it's like a kind of a deck that um, can play, it can play like different roles. Like depending on what the matchup is, you can, it's kind of controlling because it has Psychotog, but you can play a really slow game or you can tempo the crap out of people with Kyrian Dryad. Right. Like I've played games against Jayco where he has, the deck has Mox Diamond, so he'll go like land Mox Diamond, Kyrian Dryad, go. And then I'll play something, he'll daze it, untap, replay the land, attack you. I'll try to play something else, he'll counterspell it, and then you kind of fall behind. Mm-hmm. But then based on the, the pattern of the opening hands, I've also played games against him where it's just land go, and he slowly builds up an advantage, plays the Psychotalk,
0: and then you're dead. Yep. So really, really interesting build. Um, yeah. It I is. It's, it's, a, it's, another, it's another take on a, on a blue-based tempo strategy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of leveraging... All those synergies that the madness deck is able to use. Yeah, it's. I think it's more just uh, Stone Cold good cards.
2: Right. Four color
0: good, good tug. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's kind of funny the uh, the using a mox to power out one of those two drops on the first turn is to like really replicate that like Delver of style of yeah. you know play my efficient threat on the first turn day is your, uh, your interactive spell, and then, yeah, yeah
3: pull. You know, having Mox
2: Diamond also helps you against stuff like wasteland and Price of Progress. Like, you would think, a 4 color deck would get pwned by a burn deck because of how good rice, Price of Progress is. Mm-hmm. But um, Jacob was saying he played a game against Andy and just had, like, a, a, an island, a forest, and a Mox Diamond. And I guess at the end of the game, Andy might have had a bunch of prices in hand, and it just didn't do anything. Yeah, it just uh, always. So right. Pretty interesting there. And then uh, I, I won the event playing uh, Blue-Green Madness. Uh, I actually only lost one game on the day against Zinni, uh, where I mulled to six, kept a... Kept a two lander, scried a non land to the bottom, played my treetop, it got wastelanded, drew still no land, play my island. 15 draw steps later, still no land. Wow. So you're going to lose that. You um, not just ask Moss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, He'll tell you about <laughs> that thing that
0: happens to him and nobody else. It's a, pr- it's a pretty
2: basic Madness deck, you know, four Wild Mongrel, four Aquamiba, four Basking Root Walla. Uh some number of waterfront bouncers, some number of force wheels and circular logics, one copy of naturalize in the main, which ended up being really good
3: mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. um was the but, was the day as easy as it seemed, or was where their matches were no I think that you know? it kind of
2: reminded me of some of the tempo decks I've played in other formats in that yes, I was drawing pretty well most of the day because when you draw it like crap with madness, your deck looks really really pathetic like when you're just flooding out or <laughs> like. One of the things that's okay about it is, like, if you're missing lands, as long as you have at least two in play, you're kind of all right. You're not under a big squeeze. Mm -hmm. But if you flood out, like, if you keep a two-land hand and you draw more than two lands after that, you kind of start getting into this scenario where you're just, like, like just flopping around trying to figure out something to do because the deck doesn't have a ton of card advantage. It's mostly playing to the board and trying to outvalue them that way. So the day seemed really easy when I was sitting through it, but looking back, it's like... You kind of have to play really tight and play to your outs and just uh, kind of draw
0: hot a little bit and and lean some degree. So why play that deck as opposed to some you know bonkers ass uh, combo deck? Because it has more play, like kind of kind of like what we were talking about before, less variance.
2: Um, I mean, for one, it's like an incredibly cheap deck.
0: <laughs> yeah, it well, is. It's like, kind of so, like the mono black of. Middles. Like a lot of people yeah. have built it since
2: then, like Picard yeah. and um, yeah. and Edders, because it's three other people. Yeah, there. it's because um, I I thought Gold Border Force Mills were more expensive than they are, but apparently you can get them for like ten or fifteen bucks. Mm-hmm. So that's say sixty bucks right there. You can finish the entire rest of the deck for under forty dollars. So it comes in at like way it's under amazing. A, a decent bit yeah. under a hundred dollars for a, a tier for one for a guy. tier for a tier blue deck. Uh, I think I wanted to play it mostly because I would have, like, a... I guess people would assume for me to play a combo deck because that's mostly... I played Pet Cocoa Pebbles for a couple months before that. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to try something... I do really like tempo decks. If you like attacking with creatures but want to play something that has a pretty high level of interaction and, like, uh, something where you can re- like recognize play patterns and, like... Uh, just play and like build a game plan as the as you move along based on what your opponent's doing. Madness is pretty good for that because there's so many obviously having discard outlets enables most of your decks so there's just so many different paths you can take.
3: Right.
2: Um and I, it's just a high power tempo deck. That's why I liked it. Like a lot of times it's really fun to play a game that lasts 5 turns and it ends with you having no cards in hand and your opponent has like seven because they've actually
0: done nothing to impact your game plan. Yeah, I think a lot of people are looking for that style of play when yeah. they play Magic. It's yeah. definitely my recommendation to anyone who wants to jump into the format. It is a powerful deck with awesome play patterns. It is fun to play against. It is fun to play with. Yeah, a big
2: thing with it, too, is you have
0: stu- you, you have answers
2: and solutions to like almost everything in the format. Mostly by virtue of playing Force Will and Dave's daze is another reason i want to play it daze is just an insane card if people aren't like mm-hmm. play, playing around it mm-hmm. um and as like the format grows it's probably going to become less of an important thing because people will remember that daze is in the format know to play around it especially like i know when i play against you now a lot carter i don't think i've dazed the pernicious deed in a while mm. because they will just wait which is the correct play but um yeah, yeah i just wanted to try it i played it a couple times before I wanted to see how good a deck that was like so budget friendly could do and just learn more about all the play patterns of it and it ended up being pretty insane like I had a lot of a lot of cool plays throughout the day um just like dazing people out of the game is like hilarious there's nothing it's always funny
3: like when I was playing against
2: Zinny, uh in in game 1 I like Dazed a counterspell and an absorb, so like immediately dead. And then one of the other games, I dazed a counterspell and a rat. Forgot it. It's just like Ooh. when you spend zero mana to daze like dazed six mana spells, <laughs> Yeah, it's like you can't possibly lose at that yeah. point. How do you not learn your
4: lesson the first time? Well, it, you,
2: it's and you. That's the thing is you you put because you're putting on so much pressure. You put them in these to right. these scenarios where it's like I must play into this daze because if they don't <laughs> have it, I'm okay. If and. Like if I don't cast this, I'm gonna die. Right. right. So it wasn't like incorrect to cast it. the Wrath of God there because if he doesn't, he's dead. But just having the days is like, oh man. So is there admit. room
0: for Wasteland in the deck?
2: Have you thought about that? I part? haven't played with it. Edders Edir, has it in his build. I don't think so. The deck is like, man, it's weird because it's just a blue green deck, but you can stumble on mana in that deck still, mm, even being right. a two color deck. So because uh, you have no fetch lands and there's kind of disparaging or di- differing. Mana costs across the board, so you have like some double blue stuff, some double green stuff, or you want to, and depending on what you want to leave up to cast circular logic or madness in a creature, and then you have the manlands as well. So
0: yeah, you know. yeah, and I, I, this is something that I'll, I'll always harp on. Yeah, it's it's the uh, the enemy colored two colored decks. Mm-hmm. They're mana base stuff, Really, stuff really suffers because they that's don't why band play.
2: decks are have are hard to play.
0: Right stuff like that. Right because you
2: just have windswept teeth or no, you have windswept teeth and flooded strand, but still. You haven't the,
0: just three color decks are kind of a liability sometimes. Right. If it's yeah, if it's based blue white splashing oath or something, yeah. that's probably easier than mm-hmm. right putting sorts of plowshares in your blue green man. exactly. Right.
2: And so that was we had a really interesting spread of decks. The tournament ran really quickly, really well. Got some sick food afterwards. Um, the main thing, I guess, to end to end this on would be that. In the future, we're gonna do more of these, more middle school marauders. They will be open to the public. Uh, they'll probably, be able, depending on where we do them, if we do them at Jayco's place, they'll be capped at like twenty-four people. If we can figure out other places to do it, we might be able to do more. But um, when are we doing the next one in March? Uh, we'll figure that out. That w- that Announcement coming. <laughs> um, yeah. So be, all this stuff uh, is gonna be posted on twitter.com/middle school mtg. Because we discuss it in our own little private Discord thing, but yeah, if people yeah. are, if there are people who are interested in middle school, which I hope you are, because it's an amazing format. It's amazing. Go to middle uh, twitter dot com slash middle school MTG. That's me. Uh, I can help you if you need help picking out a deck. If you want, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna send you a full deck list because that's kind of the point of us not posting deck lists. Like yeah, right. people are pe- feel free to post your own deck list at your own volition. But we used to do with for old school and vintage, we'd have an event. You go to Eternal Central and see the full 75 laid out in a picture. We're not doing that just for the simple purpose of getting people to play what they think is cool, what they think is good. Yeah. Learn, experiment, unlock the hidden tech. This is exactly why you'll have an advantage if you played throughout any of these periods of time because it'd be like, oh, I remember this really sick sideboard card, Boiling Seized. Does anyone <laughs> else remember? <You>
3: know,
4: stuff <laughs> like that. It, but, it for, is not a solved format. And that is part of the allure to too. it is you can... You could bring in all the different components from from yesteryear and slap them all together and and take down the turn. And to
1: to pick up on the no deck list thing. So for example, Nathan, you were playing Cocoa Pebbles and I thought that deck was really sick. So I just assembled my own, but it's not... I mean, it's probably like... 55 54 the same cards but there's right but you did the right
2: thing you went back in history saw that right. saw the pro tour deck list from yeah. pro tour chicago you're like oh, i can't play man of Vault, i can't play Tutor. Yeah. yeah demonic consultation uh so like you figure out yeah what to do yeah. look at deck lists through history remember old extended decks you've played or heard of that's why psychotog is such a popular deck everyone yeah, remembers a bunch of games yeah. it. find a uh, couple Pogs dogs in the garbage yeah everyone <laughs> remembers psychotog so yeah like I said, hit me up at Middle School MTG. There'll be more events in the future, and uh, hopefully. And he'll, you'll always be there to criticize people's decklists. So. Correct, Amundo. <laughs> You'd be happy to shut up.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats on winning uh, the tournament. It was a, it was a great. Yeah, was, it was a, a great time. I, I, got, a, I a got a frozen
2: cloud scraper for a prize, which was the first rare I ever opened, and then also a lotus petal,
4: which is one of my favorite cards. So. That's baller. Yeah. yeah. I now probably got to build angry hermit. <laughs> uh, oh damn. <laughs> that deck is uh, Did you guys get to play middle school at the Essen House? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I ended up
1: playing middle school earlier that day, and then I played a shitload of vintage against Slack, who was kind okay. of visiting us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I played a Shout lot. I played out a to Lord slack.
2: slack. Yeah, I played a bunch of middle school at Essen House. Uh, yeah. It's always People always come up to me and are like, oh, man, this format looks sick. I built the Goblins deck, but I really want to play blank. I'm like, yeah, do it, man. And, and what did you bring out that and to me? Uh yeah. I, so I brought my Madness deck again. I had uh, Cocoa Pebbles with me. I had Blue-Green Turbo Lands. And then I was borrowing That's two of on. Jayco's survival decks because I'm also working on my own. It was a uh, Pattern Rector survival deck and a uh, kind of combo you call it full English breakfast, but it's like the uh, Shapeshifter survival Hold Both, both decks are out. incredibly, yeah. incredibly powerful. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Survival's that's just a, a nuts card. I'm, that's the next deck I'm going to be playing. It's it very,
4: very. Interesting. What did you play at the middle school thing, Bob? Uh, I was tooling around. House. Well, I have my mono blue tricks de- deck. Oh, that's but, right. That's But right. I was I was mainly uh, working on my suicide black uh, blue. hatred deck. That's yeah, right. that's it's, it's 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 uh, my four Lake of the Dead. The please hatred dear God student. don't have a force of will deck. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I mean there's <laughs> there's a, there's a hell of a lot of discards. There's sweet. like there's the. Uh, <laughs> the fiend uh, uh guy the direct the uh thoughts he's on a stick no, it's yeah, fiend. Yeah.
2: Oh, Ms. No, it's Merrick fiend uh, dude easy. i the That's game bob was playing against slack where um uh, slack had like island island Yahoo mayako oh, or something God. in play and bob's like i'll duress you oh i'll take your force will and but uh slack has gush and one other blue card and then bob's like all right i'll uh lake of the dead hatred pay 19 attack you and And Snack's like, oh, okay, I guess you got me. I'm like, wait, Snack, cast your Gush. He's like, fine. Cast Gush, draws like land (laughs) forcibly.
3: (laughs) <laughs> like the tax for one was
2: like a I'm teeth. like, well, you already scooped, so this game's over.
0: <laughs> the, the classic, oh, that doesn't count. That one does <laughs> I still win. I deserve <laughs> it. You know what? It was That's worth it. I it. still I win. win. <laughs> 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 Never yeah. does That was guy. the
4: sickest game of Magic all weekend, honestly. Yeah. 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 Well, well, yeah. Well, well so worth it. Sorry for
0: harping on that for so long, but middle school is the nuts.
4: Oh, no. So, we know. We're all in on the middle school.
0: It's awesome. We've even gotten, like, old like some diehard old school players curmudgeons, some people like oh i only you know i you know i only like hypnotic specter and the cards from my childhood <laughs> to finally see it's well like, play hypnotic it specter
1: well, it's not banned anymore it's no, daunting <laughs> it's daunting to see 10 years worth of cards unless you actually played through that era but you just dive in get a deck borrow a deck whatever and you just you know, every time you play, you add a little bit more. Yeah,
4: you learn the meta, yeah. and then you get mm-hmm. more. The more you
1: see, the more you get excited to check it out, and it just kind of snowballs. Yeah, you. So If you see
4: me
2: anywhere at an old school event or something, just kicking around, I'll find you an extra deck. I'll yeah. give you one, or we'll find you one. <laughs> yeah. Day. Jacob's That's got right. about thirty. Jacob's got, got about thirty, uh, like four <laughs> or five now. There'll be there'll be something for you to play, and being so wide. You're like, well, I don't know if there's really like this kind of deck in the format. It's like, oh, there there probably is. Yeah,
4: yeah.
2: It might not be. It's like I like tier, playing. Tier, tier, I tier like player. playing attrition based, like black decks. It's like cool.
0: There's like I want to play
4: clerics. Yeah, yeah. I you can play clerics. <laughs> life is
0: insane. You yeah. gain infinite life and win with of endurance. You, you could pretty much say any old school deck. This is the deck I play, and we can find you a middle school. Yeah. Well,
4: playing. we've gotten a lot of dudes to make the crossover, <laughs> but not Ray. Ray, we need to drag <laughs> over to the middle oh. school he's the, the out. last holdout I think <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll always have an old school deck for Ray
0: that's okay I'll, yeah. always, I'll always meet Ray where, wherever he wants to be it's a goddamn pleasure we love yeah. you Ray
2: yeah, he's a guy you can win against. <laughs> rack up <of> Ws. <laughs> yeah, rack up, rack up Ws. Unlike your record in the Winter Derby or whatever the
0: hell that is. <laughs> yeah, we'll close. Right. Is that clamp, Yes. That <laughs> we'll close on this
1: one. So why don't you tell us about the, your Derby experience there, Meatball? Yeah. So. I, I remember Man, I, I remember when we were when we were
0: talking about about your um, you're like coming up Moss into the old scene. You're you're coming, coming away. <laughs> your heart. little buildings roman, if you will. Is uh you you, you came in playing
1: Skype. Right. From, yeah. That's before I moved here when I still was not. when old. he was right. out in the boonies. Right. <laughs> Literally out in the boonies. And you to farm <laughs> to give you a you know
0: a mid- <laughs> the minuscule amount of credit that you deserve are the winner of the first fucking. Winter Derby, Was right? that the one where you stacked your deck
1: every game? Or yeah. no, was that the one? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Cheated to win. he's like, oh, he's... <laughs> I I mean, for anyone, for any,
2: uh, unaware listening, that <laughs> must does not cheat, but uh, playing online opens up a whole realm of possibilities. Especially
4: players. when you're playing for a noob con invite.
1: So, yeah, but you, back then it didn't matter. So, here's what I'll, here's what I'll it say. It was only 12 players in the initial one. And it was just and they're like, all dorks. Were they all like Swedish <laughs> people, or was it... Uh, there were some Euros, but I'm... I mean there were just people from all just over just
2: a mix. Just yeah. yeah, just enlighten me here. I don't know anything about the word to Derby. Who sets that
0: up and runs it? Dave. So yeah. so yeah, so this is what I was saying. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Dave. Okay. So Dave um. Dave does a fuck ton of work to put this whole thing together. This year it was like over hundred forty people. No way. Whoa. Yes. Wow. Absolutely unreal. He's gotta coordinate all of the all of the pairings, all of the matchups, and then once you Beat someone or, or whatever your match result is, you just punch it into like a Facebook page. Oh, you don't put it on like a spreadsheet or something. So he so Dave has to comb through all of the all of the comments, all of the results, and there's no curation. So somebody could say like. I beat this dude 2-1, and then the conversation could continue for another, you know, 12 comments it's or like a people are playing. like, what was going no, going oh, on sick, oh yeah. my god, wait, oh wait, you told him that, i disenchanted my deck, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and so Dave has to comb through all of these results, yeah. punch them all in, he's got he's got to go through all of the, you know, oh, my opponent didn't show up, and like, blah, yeah, blah, blah, and day it's day. like, oh, <laughs> well, he conceded to me, and then the other person's like, no, we just have to, you know, confirm the time for the whatever. So he's got, to, he's got to take care of all of these moving parts to make this thing happen. And now I think we're at the uh, finals of the tournament. Oh, wow. Um, What are you not doing there?
3: (laughs) (laughs) It was long. I was
0: long, long gone by then. It um it's uh it's Stebo who who the uh the brother of fire from London who visited us.
4: Oh
0: in, love that guy. Um, yeah, that kind of awesome dude. He actually uh I could tell no, that, that he, he he battles. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I think he's playing a good deck, so he it stands to reason that he's Falcon. <laughs> so. Um so I I was I was curious. This is like a huge a huge event, a huge undertaking. Mm-hmm. Dave busting his ass. So I yeah, I wanted to be our man on the floor. I was the only person, I think, in the club yeah. in the in the Lord's Club to go and do this thing. Did Danny do it? No? No, D- Danny didn't as well. Ah. But is he really a, he's, you know. He's emeritus. No. He's so, basically oh, a come come on. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, He's no, a founder. So yeah. it, was, it, was, it, was, it was. It was me and Danny representing represent right, right, the right. lords. Um, <laughs> and I started strong. I started 3-1. Nice. And um, I was paired, I think, of my eight opponents, six of them were European. Five, five it's or five, be a tough five time or six hours. Oh man, so, that sounds terrible. Yeah, yeah, my restaurant's closed on Monday, so it was usually like noon games on Mondays mm-hmm. that I was coordinating this thing. Usually doing them back to back, and yeah, it's a, it's amazing to like reach out and chat with someone they're in their home, they're across you know an ocean, and you are connecting people from two different cultures, two different ways of life. You're connecting over this game, yeah. and that's really cool. By the end of it, I would say that it is not the experience for me. Yeah. I'm fortunate enough to have a club full of people that I can usually get games in. And yeah. so for me, oh, by, yeah. by the end of, it, end of it, it was it was a bit of a chore. Sure. sure. Where I felt, yeah. you know, kind of responsible. I, I like, had this homework of, of getting <laughs> these games in, right? Right. And I played against the deck and Curate. Yeah. You know? How many like, rounds well,
4: a- or uh, matches did you... Eight. But it's like Eight. what we
2: talked about the other day, right? What's the what's the, when you're playing video games? What's more fun for me sitting at home in my apartment playing Super Smash Bros? It's great I can play it online with a complete stranger, right? Or playing yeah. Halo or something where you can like trash talk people in later's time. But what's more fun than that? Being in the same room where you're literally hooting and hollering in their face <laughs> as they're sitting right next to you. Right. You know that's like always going to be more fun. Like Magic the Gathering online and Arena are great because you can play. And you wake up at 2 in the morning, you're like, man, I'm not tired, I really want to play Magic, let's go. But like, nothing will ever beat the experience of sitting down across from, not even a stranger, this is why I don't like going to GPs and stuff, because unless they happen to be on the same level as you and be a really cool dude... Most of the time, you're just announcing your plays, staying really straight-faced and hoping they don't get pissed off about something, right? <laughs> when I'm sitting across from Carter and you talk to X's 13th Ancestral, you're like, you freaking, what the hell? Well done, Duncan Dobby. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> uh, now you, it's really hard to beat that. And, like, I totally understand people being, like Moss used to be, if you live in middle-of-nowhere Iowa, your are slim. Yeah. It's yeah. out of yeah. 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 But
1: for exactly. people like us who are so lucky. And that's exactly why I went from playing online or to move right here down. to hang
3: out with us. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, thank oh, you, man. Yeah, warm if warm I, could,
1: warm if warm. I could have one fucking life mulligan. Moss <laughs> <laughs> like
0: played
2: one old school event with us, and then, like, two weeks later in the Facebook chat, he's like, yeah, I think about moving to
0: Chicago. <laughs> you guys are an extreme baller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I hate that was so I, That is so fucking far from you'd the truth. You throw <laughs> that hand right back. Yeah, oh, my God. If I could have one do over, man. But no, like I used to play online like four nights a week or whatever, and wow. now it's like once a month, just to k- keep up with a couple of dudes that I keep up with via. Work. Yeah, I'm sure you still
2: make friends and have yeah. people that you or like in touch with. Like, Yeah, for example, like uh, Cam,
1: our buddy Cam out in Portland, he's like one of the few dudes that's down to play like weird Singleton formats. So we'll get he's a together. Baller, oh yeah. Oh, he's but, a baller.
2: But, so uh, overall, der- Derby was a. Uh, would you? I mean, you like you?
0: It was probably. I would say fun to play in at the end for a while. Yeah, I would say as from a logistical uh, perspective, as a tournament, amazing. Yeah, Dave well Davis absolutely busting his ass. What he's able to accomplish is. Amazing. Dave has a job and a wife and kids. This guy is.
4: How does he do it? Right,
0: he's putting so much of it, and he's playing himself. He's getting his own matches in in the meantime. Whooping, whooping ass with. uh, I think he was playing some like gnarly ass White Knight Abyss deck. I found that um, from 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 my side, it it is slanted far more toward the competitive side of old school that I would like to exist on. Sure. It is a little more cut and dry, it's a little more nuts and bolts because...
1: And that format doesn't, I don't think it lends itself well to competitive play because there's just an inherent lag and more opportunity for misunderstanding when you A, have time literal time delay or language know, barrier. Language barrier. I mean you're gonna have are they that, playing that you're gonna you experience, experience that right. when you go over there. But like they played the
0: they uh, what's it called the winter derby is Swedish rules uh-huh. and the summer derby is EC Rules. No, they weren't playing Atlantic. Yeah, they're gonna roll about about that in the future.
1: I'm sure I'm sure they, like, sure they would there's opportunities like if your camera freezes or you lose a, you know, you just lose your connection. It's like how do you solve all these mm. on ball
0: scenarios and or it's like your opponent has an insane draw, and you're like, hmm.
3: You and know? then they have the same insane draw again. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you know,
0: you're not saying anything, but it does leap into your mind. But that's why I'm saying that, that. it does. It does leap into your mind, whether whether it's true or not. Right. There is a bit of a, um, there is a trust that is formed when you are right there across the table from someone. Like when you, you cheat shuffle, I can see it
2: happen. We call you out. I'm yeah, <laughs> you're busted. But, um, Damn, when you're saying, I'm, I'm getting better, I'm telling uh, you. Yeah, still need to learn how to shuffle properly. That's why you're not in the finals, <laughs> Carter. But, uh, it just, yeah, like, it just opens up the endless amount of possibilities. Like, you never know. You don't know this person.
0: I think, I think playing Magic over Skype is, like, a pretty awesome breakthrough. You know? It's a cool idea. For I think sure. it's a really innovative yeah. and awesome idea. I know that I would not get into old school if i was doing it solely over my computer because i don't have that nostalgic emotional attachment to these cards they were not part of my childhood mine either because i'm a younger dude compared to most of these guys um but i do like how it does allow people who are in a phase of their life where they're a little bit more remote they're out there you know in the burbs, or with their families, yeah. or you know, I mean, with, they're, they're even if the they're not remote, like. doing the family build, right? You're just you know, that comes first. P- before the, magic cards, yeah.
4: <laughs> so suckers. <laughs> no, but
0: but right, and, and then you still get to keep a uh, uh, you know a hand on the pulse of the format. You still get to participate, and I and I think that's really cool. I just know that as as someone who is like very actively involved in a club, it's not exactly for me, but I absolutely thank dave for the hustle that he put into well, making this bravo like, dave
1: with webcam in general like uh last week when we had the polar vortex balling chicago yes. we just had a lord's day on the webcam oh,
4: we yeah, did I remember Again, that. yeah we out had necessity we weren't yeah. allowed to leave our houses was, <laughs> yeah the city like, was on lockdown I yeah mean, it, it was, was absurd but,
0: and it was we did it, it felt like stages all day it, it felt like that room like the 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 appear in room yeah. Was like a physical place where people like right. the doors like opened and closed and people came in and yeah. and the old school um, Discord appear room can, also feels like that way too where you can like just fire that uh, webcam up you can just punch in that uh, URL and there will be people in there kicking it and so it makes it feel like it's an actual real oh my, space I it's like yeah I mean, it's like
2: the old chat rooms or whatever it's like probably the closest those people. Will get based on their scenario to be involved in something like that, which in and of itself is cool, and it gives
4: lots of opportunity for cyber sex. So that's really the best part.
2: Yeah, if you want to hang out with some
1: <laughs>
3: <good> <laughs> slipping cardboard, probably all wretched. Bonefreak <laughs> Bob, yeah, boom, stop, Bob, Bob, Bob.
1: dudes, no worries. Oh my god! All right, cool.
0: Well, I think that's the that's the last item in our in our grab bag. Yeah, that's all, all we, we got. Agenda. I'm sick. It's um, yeah. It was. This uh, is a double wide episode.
1: No, we're an hour and ten.
0: It's pretty. Huge. Oh man, we should cut it off like half an hour. <laughs> yeah, no, we're shit. just gonna cut off all the parts you said. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <you>. I, <laughs> <just>, I don't <laughs> want anyone knowing
2: anything. Um, but thanks for having me, though. I was, I like talking about middle school, obviously. I you do too. Probably talk about it for. Far too long to be a podcast because I'm in the camp of podcast should be like 30 minutes long at max. But
1: about 50 uh, minutes. Is a sweet but it's hard. It's
2: hard to do when you're hanging out with a bunch of dudes who get bouvierate about magic cards <laughs> constantly. <So> <laughs> <laughs> I totally understand. But yeah, you know, thanks we for okay. having me and let me talk about yeah. marauders in middle school in general because it's we'll do it again. Oh, good. oh yeah, we'll we'll get you
0: back on when it comes to when it comes to middle school. A format that like you said, Bob is like way less solved. Way less. Um, I, it just feels it like more like, constant like the, innovation. There's, there's more red. to talk about. There's more. To, there's just more to talk about. It. We 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 were just like Moss, What did you play in the event? Uh, Atog. Literally nothing more needs to be said. <laughs> no,
3: okay. um,
0: and yeah, there's if, if you want to check out the uh, the the decks that were played at the Madison. Jayco just released a tournament report. He's got the top eight. He's got all the pictures. He's got the most creative top eight. Eternalcentral.com. And if you need a refresher on the
2: middle school, that would be the most recent post there. If you need a refresher on the middle school rules, it's eternalcentral.com slash middle school rules. And basically all, all the stuff we end we do ends up getting posted on Eternal Central for the most part. Any like actual events we attend. And right.
0: Stuff. And thanks right. to and thanks to Jacob for taking in the time, curating the pictures, curating the articles, yeah. generally uh what been and, yeah. and making sure that all of these uh, all these
1: efforts are cataloged, right? So we can
0: look
4: sure. back on. All right.
1: Thank you, Jacob. That's gonna wrap it up. Say goodnight, Bob.
4: Goodnight, Good night, Bob. Bob.
1: Alright. <laughs>